Greetings in Yawashkanakaguego. I'm thankful you're well. You're listening to Gaino, and if you're tuning in for the first time today, Gaino is a Seneca word for music or song. I'm your host, Brett Maybe, and each week we take a listen to some incredible music from different indigenous artists from across Turtle Island. For the next hour, you're invited to pull up a chair, grab a cup of coffee or a smoothie or a glass of warm milk, whatever the case may be, and enjoy the music. Leela Gilday, Dene, from the Northwest Territories of Canada, creates music that's as breathtaking as the landscape she's clearly deeply connected to on her Juno-winning album, North Star Calling. Released just in time for a world in desperate need of deep healing, the 10 songs on this album are a great companion for you to bring along as you continue on your journey of healing. Leela and I had our conversation just a couple days before she was officially recognized as the winner of the Indigenous Album of the Year at the 2021 Juno Awards. All of that, however, is secondary to the conversation that we got involved with. In fact, they are the very reasons why she deserved this win 100%. In light of the 215 children found buried on the Kamloops residential school grounds, we discuss intergenerational pain and trauma, reclaiming traditions as radical acts of love, and so much more. I have a lot of great music coming your way and kicking things off for your listening pleasure today is the latest single from Leela. It's her 2020 release, Giant. And you're listening to Gyno. We are brilliant as the snow, 10 million years of Adam's glow, shining through the deepest Ancestors guide you to 
It's Giants, the latest single from Leela Gilday, kicking off today's episode of Gyno. I'm super excited about our conversation today. Uh, before rolling the tape today, or the proverbial tape, uh, I got to know Leela a little bit more and uh, just discussing some of the similarities and, and shared love of history is a great way to start any conversation as far as I'm concerned. And it, again, it's an honor to have you on the show today, Leela. How are you doing? I'm very well. Nazon, Nazon. How are you? Damn it, Dad. I'm doing well. First and foremost, uh, as I was mentioning, congratulations on your nominations for North Star Calling. You're nominated in two different categories, the Indigenous Album of the Year and the Contemporary Roots Album of the Year. How does it feel? Oh, Mati, yes. It feels really amazing. This record, I, I feel it's my most honest, my most, um, emotionally vulnerable and my most important record to date. So it was really, really wonderful to be able to see the work recognized by my peers and stand beside so many powerful storytellers and musicians in this in both these categories. It's a fantastic collection of tunes, and it won't take listeners long just to find out why. Uh, Leela, before going any further, I, of course, asked you to think of a couple recommendations for today's show, and I, I want you to continue to think about that, and we will get into all of that in just a few, but I do want to make mention uh, not just to you, but listeners out there, that in doing so is exactly how I came across your name, uh, Janita Benali of Sahasan. I was talking with her, and I asked her for a recommendation. She says, you have to check out Leela Gilday, so I did. And then, of course, I was talking with GR Grit about their album Ancestors here just a little while ago, and they said the same thing. you got to check out oh, Leela Gilday. Awesome. So uh, the buzz is out there. People are absolutely... Uh, ecstatic about this album because it's such a powerful message that you're conveying. Um, and I think let's take a little bit of time later in the show to talk more about the album and its scope and its depth. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for the sake of the new listener out there, uh, please tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I'm a singer-songwriter from the Dene Nation. My grandparents on my mom's side are Satu Gotine and Chuchon, so my grandfather, Joe Kenny and Marianne Kenny, And then on my dad's side, settler from southern Ontario, Joan and Bill Gilday. Um, I was born and raised in Benenday and in Treaty 8 territory um, here, although my, my family is from the Fatu region, um, which is Treaty 11. And I've spent my life dedicated to... Um, you know, telling our stories of our Indigenous people through music, um, shining a light on our resilience and our power and um, how amazing and unique we are in this world, but also telling some of the hard truths and reminding people about um, the important worldview and connection to the land that's sort of inherent in every Indigenous culture. Um, and I and I really love music, so I find it, for me, it's one of the most powerful tools to, to reach people, to communicate and to reach people's minds and, and their hearts. So I'm really honored to do that work. And it seems like recently we've had some discoveries in, in Canada um, about some of the residential school attendees. Um, being discovered in our unmarked graves. And so it's been a real wake up for non-Indigenous Canada. I think, you know, these are these are things that we've known as Indigenous people for years now, especially since the Truth and Reconciliation Commission. So 
there's been a lot of political awakening and I think emotional awakening on the part of hopefully governments, but also, you know, non-Indigenous peoples here in this country. And it's reawakened and triggered a lot of pain and hurt. And so I just go back to, you know, the idea that um, the way that I, my life's work and so many musicians, especially Indigenous musicians, life's work is to uplift and empower people and remind us of our resilience and do that healing work. Justin Trudeau recently came out in the wake of this discovery at the school and said, of course, it's not an anomaly. And just like you said, this has been understood throughout Indian country for a very long time. Uh, Hopefully, with the power and the tools of social media and, and the modern digital age, if you will, we can finally start to move forward because until... A true reconciliation does take place until a true acknowledgement even of this horrible past and the need to redefine collectively the worldview and move forward. Uh, It it can't happen without this happening. And as hard as it is, it is also necessary, I believe, for us living to understand where this pain and hurt also comes from. And it's exactly like you said. Um, Exactly. We see that a lot with indigenous musicians and artists. And while we're talking a little bit more about your musical background, do you come from a musical family? I do. I come from a a, a musical family and a family that has loved music and so my dad is a musician, and uh, my mom is a great lover of music, and right. my brother is a musician as well, and so we've shared a lot of, uh, you know, ups and downs throughout our different paths, and I have a great admiration for his art, and then also for the art of my sister. She's actually a, she's a visual artist as well, an incredible right. visual artist, but she sings and plays just for her own enjoyment and with her family, and yeah, it's been a real gift to have music at the center of our family. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, your brother records as well, yeah? He does, yeah. He's released, I think it's three now that I'm saying it. <laughs> it might be four records today. I think it's three. <laughs> it might be four. Um, but I just, I have all of them, and I listen to them all the time, and I just love them. I guess I can stop beating around the bush now and pretending... <laughs> Uh, like I didn't already ask you about some of this, uh, because uh, as we were discussing before our chat today, I asked you for a few recommendations, and your brother Jay's song, She Goes Out Running, was one of those recommendations today. We're going to get into this next block right now. Um, of course, that's going to wind it down, and we'll talk a little bit more about the particular song that you chose today. In addition, though, we're also going to hear one from GR Grits, Ancestors. It's going to be Quiet Years coming up right after this one from Leela Gilday's North Star Calling. The track is Keita Natsi Ju. Tell listeners out there what they're going to hear right now. This song is about healing within our own Indigenous families. There's a lot of focus, especially in the last few years since the Truth and Reconciliation Commission, on healing relationships between non-Indigenous and Indigenous people, but just as critical is our need to heal our relationships within our own families. Mm. Um, You know, residential school system systematically dismantled our family structure and so we are in the process of putting back the pieces together to regain those traditional bonds of love and and respect and you know kindness so this song is is about that ketanate ju means we are healing together at this time turn it up and sing along the lila gildes ketanate ju from north star calling you're listening to gyno
Remember you singing songs in silence Hoping to be strong Hanging in the balance Wondering how long you could hold on Waiting out the quiet years Waiting out the quiet years and prayers Were you trying to forgive them for stealing all those years Were you trying to stay hidden by shortening your hair Did you have a vision of a time when they wouldn't care Hey, this is Julian Taylor, and you're listening to Gyno with Brett Maybe. Need a little freedom. She goes out on the road, thinking about the things she said, and now her heart's about to explode. She goes out running, running to a future that's uncertain. Finds a way to take it to the top and back again Wishing that the boys she met were just a little more than friends She calls her people to tell them that it's not all she thought it was Moving with the wind, she tries so hard to live her life with love 
Giving it away The songs you made with the heart Keeping for herself a few Only the songs that were just too hard She goes out running Running till her chest explodes and leaves her Gasping for breath In a world where telling the truth is made so hard Sometimes you sing the lion instead Knowing the painful truth is in the stars A man was made to understand the beauty Winding down that block of fantastic tunes on today's episode of Gino is Leela's brother Jay from his album The Choice and the Chase. The song is She Goes Out Running. Why'd you pick this song? I picked this song because Jay wrote this song for me. <laughs> and I'm the eldest sibling, so a lot of what I've accomplished in my music career has been like, you know, I'm the first in the family to do this in this way. Um, and I've encountered a lot of obstacles, you know, as an Indigenous woman moving through the industry and as a band leader and as just a woman, um, there's a lot of challenges that you face in the music industry. Oh, sure. So he's witnessed, uh, you know, me face these challenges and make lots of sacrifices, lots of personal sacrifices. And he felt so moved that he wanted to write a song for me honoring those experiences. So I really love it. <laughs> it often moves me to tears. <laughs> you may be a little impartial, but that's all right, because I think in this case it really works. It's a fantastic <laughs> album. And you know what? Um, he's going to be somebody that I'm going to have to talk to in the near future as well. So, again, thank you so much for that recommendation. Let's get back into the conversation about North Star Calling. It's an album about facing your fears, uh, standing in the pain, and living with courage. Uh, of course, I caught that from your website. Uh, but in addition, it's about healing. But I like what you say because uh, true healing is not just the absence of pain, right? Um, there is yeah. a concept that people should be diving a little bit more into, yeah? Absolutely. You actually took it one further because what I sing about and what I write about on this um, album is not just like uh, healing the lack of a relationship with the land and healing, you know, your identity um, crisis or like questioning or depression or anxiety but it's actually like stepping forward into that relationship to the land and and water defending the land and water and, and recognizing that deep connection re reconnecting with ceremony or in the case of um you know north star calling um we talk about mental health and mental illness in such a taboo way so let's talk about it in a, in a way that brings, that shines a light on it and brings healing to it and recognizes that people are not alone in this. So whether that's because of colonial trauma, that legacy of colonial trauma that we all carry, or whether it's because of particular life circumstances or events that have happened to you that you've 
or whether it's just an imbalance that you experience, like mental illness, is, there's no shame in it. It is just the same as other illnesses So, and should be treated as such. I think it's really important to, to talk about those things, to demystify it, and to come together and recognize that we are not alone in this. So, um, you know, so taking, yeah, taking those things one further, one step further, not just naming them, but really saying this can be, you know, we can move forward together in a, in a good way. When something of this magnitude becomes international headlines, right? It's creating that space for a lot of conversations to happen at the same time. And uh, myself and friends and family, colleagues, we've been, needless to say, talking about this quite a bit. And uh, yesterday I was meeting with our talented language staff, or at least one of the groups, one of the control quads, one of the groups of our, our language teams here on Seneca Nation territory. As you were mentioning earlier in the chat, uh, that that feeling of isolation was a psychological manipulation to make people feel alone. And it's come to such a point where it becomes difficult to even discuss or even uh, try to discuss such things because our lives have been weaponized in such a way that it really instills a kind of fear into people that I do think goes back on a genetic level for indigenous people, you know, and, and it manifests sometimes in a lot of ways that we wouldn't necessarily understand otherwise. For example, you know, and I, I want to pass the mic right back over to you. Uh, I'm trying not to talk too much, Leela, but what I've noticed and what I was mentioning particularly in, in our meeting yesterday was that, you know, I do a lot of singing. I sing and I play guitar, I'm multi-instrumentalist. Yeah. I do things like that. But what I've noticed is that I, I become absolutely petrified at the thought of singing our our earth songs, our traditional songs like that. I don't even attempt to. I kind of freeze up. And I've started to slowly do that on my own here. Um, but, you know, to do it around other people, oh, you know, it's still one of those things. And for a long time, didn't necessarily understand where that was coming from. And I don't necessarily want, but where else could that be being involved with music the way that I am, you know? Yeah, that's thank you for telling me that. That's a powerful example of our of internalized, you know, colonial trauma. Um, and I think that's why I always say every act of, you know, self love, every um, act of of healing, and uh, every act of stepping into your power and your and and holding up your head and being proud of who you are and relearning ways, reclaiming culture, all of those are incredibly radical acts of cultural reclamation. Yeah. I don't think you can understate how important those acts of love are and how, quote-unquote, traditional they are. Yeah. Because those were the ways that were you know, beaten and systemically, like, like in a political sorry, in a policy way, right. um, tried to be taken from us. So I always think, you know, when people talk about my music and when they think about my songs, you know, it's not just me making music for the fun of making music, which is also beautiful and wonderful and a celebration of life in and of itself. So I don't want to take away from that. But a lot of the reason that I'm a songwriter is to reclaim those stories and to tell those powerful, resilient stories 
because I am, I am reclaiming, that is my radical act of love for myself, my nation, and my, my world, essentially. Is it fair to say that this is the scope of what North Star Calling is all about? It's absolutely what it was about and, and what my music continues to be about. I think it took me a long time to make this record. I was waiting for the stories that I needed to tell to present themselves because I'm not a top 40 musician. Like, this is not about business for me. This is about listening to my heart and, like, sharing my gifts that the creator gave me. So I make music and I make records responding to that heart impulse. So I needed to take a break from it. And then when I finally was back, I was still touring and still performing, but when I finally was able to write those songs and work with a really amazing producer to make this record it resulted in this body of work that has resonated really really strongly with all of my fans and listeners i thought because i did release this record right before the pandemic struck so all of the touring we had done to kind of promote it and then we had a full year lineup of shows and all that i was like well i guess that's not going to get noticed and then since then, this record has received six different nominations. I won one Canadian Folk Music Award already. I'm hoping to win some Junos. And then I'm also nominated for two Summer Solstice Indigenous Music Awards. There's lots of music that doesn't get nominated that is just as powerful. But that recognition to me from my peer group is it tells me that even though this record was made before the pandemic, the messages that have become even stronger during this time, connection to the land, connection to home, connection to the family, mental health, all, like what really matters, right? That's what people are looking for right now. What really matters to you? All of those are captured on this by these songs that I recorded. I'll take that a step further and even say that uh, the timing was absolutely perfect based on the circumstances. You know, despite everything, this ended up being the kind of medicine that people needed. And it came at absolutely the right time when people could turn into themselves and and listen and, and take a little bit more time to internalize something of this scope. So we're going to come back and we'll wrap up things in just a few. Before this hour is up, I do have Sahasin coming your way. And in this block, we're going to hear another one of Leela's recommendations. It's Krista Couture's Rebuild from the Safe Harbor. In addition, Shelley Morning Song with Quiet Place. And kicking things off right now is Leela Gilday from North Star Calling. The track is one thing. You're listening to Gyno. son baby have you talked to your mother and that girl you're with does she treat you right do you laugh your head off do you stay up and But darling, I really don't 
This is Samantha Crane, and you're listening to Native Voice One, the Native American Radio Network. No, we'll make it back. We'll rebuild like always. And though under attack, we'll rebuild always. Careful, you're in shock. Like I'm one to talk. A lustrum of this loss And still in its grasp Once it catches all its ashes This is quite important However it takes 
Krista Couture's Rebuild from the Safe Harbor. Uh, if you're just now tuning in, you're listening to Gyno. My featured artist today is Lil Gildane. We're listening to her Juno-nominated North Star Calling. Uh, we got so deep into the conversation that time absolutely slipped away, and I don't <laughs> want to do too much editing because I think there was a lot of really powerful words shared there as well. And uh, so we will wrap things up now. Of course, you have the Juno nominations right now. Congratulations. You're nominated with some fantastic artists. And I know that's not the end all be all. But as you're saying, it does offer a little bit of a, you know, this is the right path. This is where I'm supposed to be. And it it is that kind of encouragement and everything like that as well. So uh, best of luck to you and all of the nominees at this year's awards. I'll be keeping tuned and hopefully we can talk a little bit after that as well um needless to say uh, we don't have a whole lot of time to talk about krista you did mention to me though that in addition to being a musician she's an author as well and uh, just an all-around really deep artist for people to be able to dive into yeah she's amazing um you know her her life's work is um really about she's a warrior of resilience and 
Um, she's been through so many devastating tragedies in her life and yet manages to find the humanity through things and maybe because of things. And her album, Safe Harbor, is amazing. The book that she just released is called How to Lose Everything. And you know how people are always telling you if you go through something really terrible, they're like, oh, it'll get better. She's one of the people that has been through so many tragedies. She's like, I don't want people to tell me that it'll get better. She said, and I'm here to tell you that it might not get better, but it will change. Things will be different um, with time. So it's a really beautiful, oh, amazing memoir. And I, I really encourage people to read it and to listen to her incredible singing, songwriting. Well, thank you so much again for your recommendations today. I got two new future guests to have on Gyno. Of course, your brother Jay Gilday <laughs> and Krista Couture. And these are the exact kind of conversations that I love to have. Uh, thank you so much for your time today. I guess just a few more things before we wrap up. Uh, what else is on the agenda for you? What's coming up next? Well, I'm looking forward to performing live again and, um, you know, within the next year or so. What I'm working on right now is an album written all in my own language. So I'm really looking forward to bringing those songs and sharing those with everybody. I'm just in the writing process right now, but uh, it's an act of cultural reclamation for me as a human and, and as a, an artist. So looking forward to bringing those to the world. Oh, I can't wait for that release. Uh, where can people find you at, Leela? Um, just L-E-E-L-A-D-I-L-D-A-Y.com or just Google me and I'm on every platform. It's been an incredible honor to have you on Gyno today. Thank you so much for your insight and your incredible art, your act of healing and resilience and your revolutionary love as well. Let's talk again soon.
some past episodes of Gyno, log on to gynomusic.fm or nv1.org. Also, to discover more music from incredible indigenous artists, be sure to check out the Native Artist Directory at nativeartistdirectory.com. Native Voice One, the Native American Radio Network.